What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Will Smith with Red and Bold, and I'm your MTMV sports correspondent for your Kansas City football. Cheese. What's up, everybody? You know what it is. It's um Super Bowl weekend. We ain't gonna be there. <laughs> oh yeah. So it took me a uh, you know a few days to kind of get over the, the loss of the Patriots. But you know, we had the Pro Bowl, Patrick Mahomes ball. I believe he was like seven of uh, 14 for 156, 159 yards, something of that nature. One touchdown, you know, had a good game. You know, he won offensive MVP for the Pro Bowl. Um, of course, there's voting going now for FedEx Air and Ground Player of the Year. Um, of course, I voted for Patrick Mahomes for FedEx Air because, I mean, like, who else? You know, 50 touchdowns, over 5,000 yards. Who else should win that, you know? And so, uh, and... It is said that uh, Mahomes should win the NFL MVP because uh, he had 45 of the 50 votes and the other five of, uh, were Drew Brees. But everybody knows Patrick Mahomes is going to win that. But what I want to talk to you about today is uh, the defense. We all know, everybody knows there are questions on the defensive side of the ball. We all know that the defense um, has to be addressed, and they've already started that. The Chiefs have started that by, you know, firing Bob Sutton, which was uh, breaking news about a week ago maybe, and they hired uh, Steve Spagnuolo, who has had some good defenses and some bad defenses. Um, It seems to me that his success is often predicated upon a very good pass rush. If you look at the defenses that he's had where it's been top top defense – um, with good numbers and um, good rankings, they have had a good pass rush, especially on those New York teams, you know, and even the team that um, that beat the Patriots that were undefeated. So one thing we know is if he has the talent, which you can say for most D coordinators, but even some D coordinators have um, have had talent, but just don't know how to utilize the strengths of those players. And I believe Steve Spagnuolo. Though I was hoping for Rex Ryan, um, I do, or, you know, even like with Jack Del Rio, John Fox, you know, those deep coordinators. But um, one thing I I have seen um, as far as Steve Spagnuolo's resume is that he's going to play to the, the strength of his players. The 4-3 seems like it may be um, even more of a better fit for the current players that we have talent-wise. I think it'll work for definitely a D Ford um Justin Houston on the ends, and he has, let's say, yeah, Chris Jones and 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 Naughty, Eric Naughty in the middle. Man, that's a nice, that's a nice little line right there. And then um, a nice line, D line right there. And then you still have Allen Bailey. Um, I believe he'll still be on the contract. Of course, we have to work out, you know, whether we're able to come to an agreement on a contract with D Ford. Or the Chiefs may just, you know, see like let's see if you can do it for another year um, with D Ford and go ahead and franchise tag him. And D Ford said he has no issue with being franchise tagged, so that could also be a possibility. I do believe that the Chiefs need to restructure um, Justin Houston's contract, and I think he should be willing to do that. I mean, it's easy for me to say I'm not the player, you know what I'm saying, and uh, um. You know, playing in the NFL takes a toll on the body. So, you know, but, you know, players know what they signed up for. And it's uh, and if you love the game and if you want your team to be better, then you should be willing to restructure. Or otherwise, the thing is, is it about money or do you really want to win a championship? I mean, because even so, you're a millionaire, you're getting paid. I mean, so 
<laughs> and so it becomes a thing about, you know, whether you want the money or do you want the trophy? So, and Tom Brady has, you know, Tom Brady should be the highest paid quarterback. I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but I mean, you have to give him his just due. He is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. So, but he has taken, um, or given the New England Patriots a discount, so to speak. And the crazy thing is they haven't even done a lot um, offensively as far as signing like big name free agents. I mean, they sign, they'll sign a couple free agents here and there on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but they pretty much use pieces on the offense that that are not big name players. You know, saying they they draft and they find guys that are serviceable. And Bill Belichick and you know Josh McDaniels, whoever the, whoever the offensive coordinator is at that time, knows how to utilize those players. And, and I mean, Tom Brady doesn't need a lot, obviously. You know, what I'm saying. <laughs> and Julian Edelman is somewhat um, undervalued. Um, as far as what he does for that team, like he's perfect for Tom Brady. And so there's a model there. Um, and so on the defensive side of the ball, I think, uh, you know, for the Chiefs, hopefully Justin Houston will restructure. I think if he doesn't restructure with as much as his contract is, as much as I would dislike to say this, they may have to part ways with Justin Houston. No, I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's older, contract is large, needs to be restructured in order for us to do some things, you know what I'm saying, and sign some players on the defensive side of the ball that we need to address. So that's the issue. That's the question. We'll we'll have to see um, in the offseason how that plays out with Justin Houston. Also, I think, also, I think in that 4-3 defense, Dorian O'Daniel, I think that works out for him. I love his speed. He's the I love the passion that Dorian O'Daniel plays with. And how hard he plays. So he would be good. Um, also, hopefully this will help Anthony Hitchens at the middle linebacker position. Uh, maybe this defense is better suited for him because that will keep um, the four, the front defensive linemen should keep those linemen off of the linebackers. That's what it's supposed to do. And so it could be a better defense, better suited for Anthony Hitchens. Um, Reggie Raglan, not sure he may be the odd man left out. So we'll see what that other linebacker position looks like. Of course, we know we have to address the safety position as well as the cornerback position. Now, Steven Nelson's contract is up. Um, I mean, if we can keep him cool, you know, um, he's um, he's an okay DB. I mean, he does. He's a he would be good to have for depth, but I think we need two corners um, to our various ward. He played, started playing pretty well towards the end. Um, of course, he only he didn't play that many games this season, but towards the end of the season in the playoff game, he got seemed like he was getting better. So he could be a he could be a, a diamond in a rough or you know a gem that we found. So that we still have to see as he gets more playing time. But we definitely need at least to sign one corner, um, a very good corner um, via free agency or and even then draft another corner. And the Chiefs pick at number twenty nine. And so um, they've been linked to some uh, few safeties and also a couple cornerbacks. So we'll see what the Chiefs do in the draft. So we could sign one via free agency and then draft one. That gives us cornerback depth. And we can let go, of course, Orlando Scandrick. Do not bring him back. (laughs) Don't bring that brother back. (laughs) Yeah. 
that was a, you know, a horrible experiment going wrong. Though he was better than David Emerson, but that's not saying much. Okay, so Orlando Scandrick's out, and uh, I know one secondary player. One secondary player I would be glad to see come back is Armani Watts. I feel like he was just starting to get his feet under him. He was playing well, so it'll be good to have Armani Watts back. Because I think he can be a game changer. I think we should sign Landon Collins via free agency. Hopefully, that's somebody that we look at. You know what I'm saying? So, that would be a good pickup. Um, if not Landon Collins. Or should I say, we get Earl Thomas. We get him first. That would be very good. We could get Earl Thomas. Though he may end up with the Dallas Cowboys. That's where he wants to go. But maybe the Chiefs showing interest in him. Maybe Earl Thomas will come. If not, we can get Landon Collins. Landon Collins is an option. We definitely need to get one of those top free agent safeties at a good price, though. You know what I'm saying? Don't want to pay too much because right now we're paying, you know, quite a bit of money out to, uh, you know, we got Sammy Watkins. And uh, we got to sign some... Um, Oh, yeah, we got to give Tyreek Hill a contract. Like, the Chiefs are hoping to extend him and Chris Jones. So, there are guys we're going to have to spend some money on. So, we'll see what the Chiefs' salary cap looks like. But there are some defensive questions that we all know. Everybody knows that's the side of the ball that needs to be addressed. Um, We are pretty much set on the offensive side of the ball, though. You can never have too much offense or too many weapons. And hopefully, like, uh, hopefully the Chiefs, We'll re-sign DeAnthony Thomas. I like him. And if we were to keep Kelvin Benjamin, he needs to be converted to a tight end if he is willing and he can learn to block. Is he a good blocker? I don't know. I would have to go go back and look at some tape and see how he blocks. But it'd be good if we could convert him to a tight end position. Let go of uh, Demetrius Harris because he's been he, – Kelvin Benjamin would be – he would be better an upgrade over Demetrius Harris if he can block. Because we know he can, um, you know, catch and run routes. So to convert him, and then you wouldn't be losing a position at, at wide receiver, and you could sign a free agent wide receiver. You know, kind of, kind of beefy up an already good offense. Kind of beef up, I said beefy up, beef up an already good offense. So, but the defensive side of the ball is what needs to be addressed. We could not make a stop on that last drive. And um, as much as, you know, I was listening to uh, 610 Sports today, um, and they were talking about what Travis Kelsey said and how um, the Chiefs lost on a on a coin flip. And, you know, uh, somewhat true, but then again, it's like you had all of regulation to, to impose your will on the Patriots and you didn't do it. Now, a lot of people want to focus on the D Ford offsides, which was huge because it would have ended the game and the Chiefs would have won. But also, would the Chiefs have been in that position had they played better in the first half? The offense didn't show up in the first half. And we won't put it on the defense. I mean, it's, it's on the team. Offense didn't show up in the first half. So there, there's a play that happened that, that really would have changed the complexion of the game. And... Um, it was almost it was eerily similar to the first time the Chiefs um, played the Patriots with Patrick Mahomes and the game was very close and they lost in a field goal. But there was a play in the first half. The score was seven nothing Patriots. And Mahomes missed um, on a wide open. Damian Williams running out of the backfield. Things will will route. He was kind of up the sidelines. You know, it, it was a it was a definite touchdown. He was wide open. 
nobody there. He would have ran in the end zone, and, and Patrick Mahomes overthrows him. Now, this changed what would have been a 7-7 game and, and possibly, you know, um, changing how it's possible that the Patriots may not have driven down the field and and scored another touchdown in the end right before halftime. Or at worst case scenario, instead of it being 14-0, it would have been 14-7. But they possibly also could have went in down or tied at 7-7 or down 10-7. But it definitely changed the game. And when you think about that, you miss out on seven points, you know, six points plus the uh, extra point. You miss out on seven points and you lose by six in overtime. And so think about that. Like, that was a huge play. You know, um, things become magnified in the playoffs. Every play is even more important than in a regular season. But that was a, a huge play that in the first half that changed the complexion of the game because the Chiefs offense did stumbled and, and, and the defense actually played well in the first half to hold the Patriots to – it was almost just seven. They got that late touchdown right before halftime that they gave up, which I hate that they gave up. But up until that point, the Chiefs were kind of, you know, holding and stopping the Patriots and making some stops defensively. And so the offense, I mean, there's there's blame on both sides of the ball to be put out. That's why you lose as a team, you know. Like I said, the D4 thing was huge, but, I mean, you can't put the whole loss on him. You also can't blame it on not getting the ball in overtime and the coin toss flip. Do what you're supposed to do in regulation. You know what I'm saying? So make adjustments in the first half. I don't understand why you can't make adjustments in the first half, but you come out and make adjustments in the second half. And I know it's about, you know, at halftime, a lot of teams make adjustments and adjust to what the defense is doing on the other side of the ball. But, you know, to put up a, a zero points in the first half, come on now. So, yeah. But anyway, we know we need a better defense. So, and, and the worst case scenario defensively, like it's for me, if the Chiefs, you don't even have to be great at defense. You know what I'm saying? As many points as the Chiefs score, you don't have to have a great defense that just makes stops every time. Like we just need a defense that can hold a team to 25 points or less. 25 points or less. And we know our offense is going to put up at least 30. You know what I'm saying? 28, 30 points, like 25. And that's not asking a lot. Like, that's, come on. That's like uh, three touchdowns, you know, field goal, you know. And so, if the Chiefs can hold opponents defensively next season, it's going to be a whole new season, but Mahomes should be even better. If they can hold teams to 25 points or less, the Chiefs should win almost every game. And I don't expect them to go undefeated. But if the Chiefs could do that, tell me what tell me what team they couldn't beat. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's all that's all we ask. And Steve Spagnuolo, you don't have a complicated or a hard job. 25 points or less. Blitz. And that's what I like about me. When when I when I read more articles and I, you know, I listened to more what players had to say about Steve Spagnuolo. One thing you know is that he is going to be aggressive. He's going to bring some blitz packages and and make adjustments during the game. 
And that was something that Bob Sutton did not do. So I will have to say that I'm um, definitely excited that it's somebody different than Bob Sutton that gives us a chance defensively and gives the players a chance to make adjustments and to bring some pressure on the quarterback. Because one thing, like they said, uh, I heard that Tom Brady got sacked once and I do not remember the sack. <laughs> I don't remember us getting any pressure on Tom Brady. I think the, the closest I remember we got is when Chris Jones got his arm on Tom Brady's shoulder pad and they called rough in the passer, which was ridiculous to me. But that was the closest I remember. So we got a sack, man. I, I was like, okay, I don't remember that one. But, you know, because Tom Brady was, Jersey was clean. Um, he was back there chilling in the pocket, had time. And that's the thing. If you give Tom Brady time, you don't get any pressure on him, man. He's going to pick you apart. He's going to take what you give him. And that's what he was doing all day. He was kind of thinking, you know, he didn't have a lot of long balls. He had a lot of 10 to 12 yards over the middle, just enough to get the first down type plays. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it it was hard. Um, I'm in Atlanta. The Super Bowl is down here, you know, and I was just – I just knew the Chiefs would be here and celebrating, you know, and it's a lot going on in Atlanta right now. Um, Just wish the Chiefs were here, though. I think Mahomes will be down here. Patrick Mahomes will be down here. I believe they're having the NFL honors tomorrow where they're going to announce the NFL MVP and Mahomes should be accepting that award. So um, there's a lot going on down here. Hopefully, Lord willing, next year the Chiefs will be in the Super Bowl. And not on the outside looking in. You know what I'm saying? So, don't have much for you. Just um, defense, man. With the questions that have to be answered defensively. And I'm looking forward to those answers. And it's going to be, I know, y'all, for me, it's going to be a long few months. I think what will help (laughs) is that uh, they have uh, another NFL, well, not NFL, but another football league that will be starting after the Super Bowl to kind of give you your football fix, though Kansas City doesn't have a team. Uh, but I'll probably be rooting for the Atlanta team since I'm down here. And, uh, you know, Michael Vick is supposed to be the offense coordinator. So, um, yeah, um, until then, it's going to be long. You're going to hear about all these NFL mock drafts, and we have no idea who the Chiefs are going to pick. Uh, we'll, we're going to hear all kinds of names on the defensive side of the ball, who the Chiefs uh, may get at number 29. But, you just don't know because you may think a certain team is going to pick one player and they pick this other guy. And all of a sudden there's a guy on your board that's available that you didn't think was going to be there or the guy that you really wanted was already taken off the board. So now you have to get someone else, you know, so we don't know. Um, that's what makes the NFL draft exciting. That's what makes you want to watch this year. We were late in the draft at the number 29 pick. So it'd be interesting to see. We have a first round. Plus, we also have two second round picks. And so um, first day and the second day, Chiefs will be busy and we'll see who the who the Chiefs get, who will be our uh, new to the team. And what will the Chiefs do defensively? That's the question. That's the question. And they've already gotten off to a good start by, you know, um, letting go of Bob Sutton and hiring Steve Spagnuolo. So it should be an exciting 2019-2020 season. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, I miss Chiefs football. I miss watching. We had an exciting offense this year, you guys. Like, you had to see what Mahomes was going to do. There was nothing like watching 
man, I was so excited. Like, I'm always excited to watch Chiefs football, like even when Alex Smith played. But it was a different type of excitement with Mahomes. It's like every and every time he rolled out of the pocket, it's like, oh, oh, the place breaking down. What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? I know somebody he gonna find somebody. You always had you always kind of knew that he would find somebody downfield or that it was gonna be some type of big play. And even when he's in the pocket, you know what I'm saying? It's like every pass that he threw, you I expected it to be completed. Though I knew he didn't wasn't gonna complete every pass, but it's almost like and I'll say this, I may catch some flack for this, but when I was into the NBA, I used to watch Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan was and is my favorite player of all time, best player to ever play the game. He is, to me, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. There's no comparison. LeBron doesn't compare. Kobe doesn't compare. There's nobody like Jordan. But when I watched the, the Bulls games, every time Jordan pulled up, I expected him to make the shot, and I'd be surprised that he missed. That's kind of how I feel about Patrick Mahomes. Whenever he throws the ball, I'm surprised that it's not completed. I expect the completion every time, though I know in my mind that it's not going to happen, <laughs> that every pass is not going to be completed, but you're excited. It's like you 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 know how good he is and how great he is, and, and the crazy thing is it's just his first year, and so he's going to get better, you guys. Patrick Mahomes is going to get better and not necessarily from not necessarily from a physical standpoint, though he's going to get stronger, you know, but mentally in his IQ in the football game, like the more he sees, the more he plays. Oh, my goodness. He could be Peyton Manning like at the line of scrimmage or Tom Brady like mentally because he's um, very smart and he picks up quickly. And so we have a very intelligent, physical, athletic quarterback that can do things that 95% of the quarterbacks in the league can't do. And so it's just exciting. Um, I may mess around and uh, rewatch some games. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> rewatch some Chiefs game from this past season just to watch Patrick Mahomes play and our offense play, you know, and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and. You know, we have an exciting offense, so there is a, a bright future ahead for the Chiefs. Um, yes, Tom Brady said he's going to – he intends on playing a few more years or even next year, but I'm still not worried about it. I feel like um, we we were right there. We were right there. We were, we were a good defense away or, let's say, an average defense away from going to the Super Bowl because the defense doesn't have to be great. It just has to be – Average, ranked around 15, 16, and those in cat, and you know, saying run defense, pass defense, and we rank 15 or above, or in the 16s, even 18 and 19. <laughs> then the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl right now, playing to win the Super Bowl. So we don't have far to go, guys. I know we always say, "Oh, wait till next year," but this is a different type of wait till next year because we have the best quarterback in the league, and we're going to have. Lord willing, hopefully, I believe that we will have a better defense in the 2019-2020 season. So, this is Will Smith signing off with Red and Bold. Love you guys. Be sure to like our page on Facebook, MTMV Sports. That's my team, my voice. You know, MTMV MTMV Sports. Yeah. So, be sure to like our page on Facebook. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, MTMV Sports. 
Also, we are on Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, go ahead. You know how to say you on the Insta, you on the Insta? Yeah, get on there. So be sure to follow us, like us. We have more news coming out, you know what I'm saying? We cover a lot of different uh, sports, um, NBA, MMA, you know, NFL, baseball, so wrestling. So, yeah, check us out, you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, don't eat too much at the Super Bowl party now. I don't, you know, so if you go to a Super Bowl party, don't eat too much, though. You know, we know how we grew about. You know how we grew about. Then we marinate and go back and get seconds. And then we got dessert coming, so... Uh, be interesting to see what the commercial is going to be like. You know, everybody like, oh, what the commercial going to be? You know what I'm saying? Okay. But anyway, I'm signing out. Y'all have a good one. It's Will Smith, Red and Bold. Love y'all. Have a great weekend. Yeah.